And welcome to another episode. There we go. PBL. <laughs> there you go. And PBL stands for politics and brown liquor. Brown liquor. All right. So we're doing mm-hmm. this evening. Well, maybe one thing because we're we're going live on TikTok. Yay! So thank you to everyone who followed us, so <laughs> we can finally go live. <laughs> I mean, I've got it going on right now, so we'll just see how well it works. Hey, we got a really we got a lot of stuff today on this show. We got a lot on the coronavirus. And we got. And we have we have some uh, topics to piggyback on Conspiracy Monday. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. We have a lot of stuff on Conspiracy Monday that we're gonna do. So in Mm -hmm. three, two, one, we are now live on TikTok. There we go. Nice. So wonderful. This is this should be an interesting experience. We are not exactly sure. How this is going to come across on TikTok, yep. but um, you know, it is. I don't we're know. open to experimentation. Yep, everything <laughs> goes when it comes to uh, the PBL, right? Yes, as long as the liquor is brown and flows freely. Yep, yep. So we got a lot we're going to talk about on the show. A lot of the coronavirus. There's a lot of news in coronavirus. There's a mm. lot. Of, I think you know. I've been using the meme from. I don't know if you again probably not familiar with this because I'm not familiar with the band, the Sex Pistols. The meme from Johnny Rotten, where he says, "Have you ever get the feeling you've been cheated?" He said that in the very last show from the Sex Pistols in New York, and I've been using it a lot today online because with the coronavirus and everything going on, oh my gosh, the news. It's like, okay, I don't know what to believe anymore. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. And Trump I, actually has been uh, doing his best to discredit Fauci for several days now. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into, let me give you some stories that we're going to go over today. Mm. Um, this one I saw a couple of days ago. And here's the headline. Huge. The coronavirus tracking project's numbers are suspect after they are caught tacking on previous deaths to the current totals. Oh, well, that's not, I mean, that shouldn't be news. I mean, people in New York were being classified as COVID deaths, and yeah. yet they just had possible symptoms of COVID. They weren't tested. And so, whereas a live human being, in order to count as a COVID case, you actually have to con- have a confirmed COVID test. Mind you, if you have a dead person, if you have a corpse, it doesn't require a COVID positive COVID test. It doesn't require a COVID test, period. Yeah. So, you know what? It's funny how that works out. Also, also, you know, you, you have to be cognizant that a lot of, there's a difference between dying related to, uh, dying as a result of COVID complications versus happen, happening to die of something while yeah. simultaneously having COVID. You could die of a stroke and test positive for COVID, but COVID didn't cause a stroke. No, right? no. Versus and the, if you went into direct respiratory failure because of COVID, then you died of COVID, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and I have an argument with my mother at least three times a week. <laughs> at least three <laughs> times a week. And um, so mom, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So she means that if you die with COVID, like with a positive COVID test, yeah. but you die from a completely unrelated illness, you died from COVID. And I'm like, that's not how that works. Well, that's how they're reporting it. That, that's that's it. Well, that, well that's, 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 yeah. that's my point, though, because a lot of people don't understand, like, if you're not, um, if you don't happen to be, you know, a medical professional and you, you're not a medical professional in complete denial, yeah. okay, of how actual, like, you know, disease reporting is supposed to be conducted and how autopsies are and, uh, you know, cause of death are actually supposed to be reported, you know, a lot of this gets lost in the weeds. It's like really nitty gritty. And people just mm-hmm. don't necessarily, you know, want to weed through it. You know, they don't no, want to weed through all the crap. And, yeah. And, um, it, 
so it's not a fun topic that people want to talk about. They just kind of put their heads between, uh, you know, their pillows, if you know what I mean. Right. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. Like people in one talk about, like, pe- yeah, you can talk all day about, you know, people, hospitalizations in New York City and what have you. But you know what the real tragedy was? The real deaths that really made a huge difference in, in New York in the last six months mm. were the people who died from not being able to access regular care. So cancer patients, you know, and again, like, I mean, we can get into a whole thing like how chemo may or may not be helpful all the time, but cancer patients, dialysis patients, heart, um, yeah, yeah. you know, pacemaker patients, um, the list goes on and on and on and on. So there's hundreds, if not thousands of people who died unnecessarily because they didn't have access to care because everyone just lost their ever loving minds about COVID. Yeah. And yeah. as a result, there weren't even mortuary services, services available. So because of de Blasio and Cuomo, okay, yep, um, yep. you know, complete ineptitude, there were hundreds if not thousands of people in New York City living with corpses in their homes because yeah, there was so, no one to pick them up. So there was no one to pick them up. They're literally, there's a lady. Well, we got another mm-hmm. story about that too. So apparently going back to these COVID, this, this article that I got up on the screen too is – you know they're they're using all any kind of death to market as COVID death, and yeah. and, and yeah. I don't know the intricacies of this, but they're using the insurance model because the insurance model. Let's see if I can find this part in it. The insurance model and how they they um and they're saying in the article it sounds a little morbid how they uh, put the in the 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 death total together from the insurance model. But what they're doing with this COVID-19 is they're lumping things together. And they're, just like you said, they're reporting all these deaths that weren't really COVID deaths. Yes. Or, you know, we all knew this. We all saw these stories. Or there was something else that they were talking about. Or there's something else that happened, like they were in a car accident. And they yeah. report it as a COVID death. So this yeah. kid this, put together this chart. This guy, Kyle Lamb, and it'll be in the mm-hmm. show notes, that uh, provisional death counts by CDC when death occurred, a column represents the week when CDC added them. So they're adding them in incremental counts i guess and it makes the count look bigger yeah and they put this whole chart together and uh, that you know all well, and i mean i mean again data is only as good as a person putting it yeah, together and compiling yeah. it into a chart or what have you but at the end of the day you have to use common sense you have yep. to use common sense and this is the problem when we rely on like one or two sole experts so-called experts, right? Yeah, I mean, Dr. Yeah. Fauci hasn't treated a patient in over 20 years. No, well, he's been a I government mean, I mean, official come on. for how many years? I mean, decades. The guy's, the guy's a bureaucrat. So Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but and it doesn't negate certain experiences that he has had and, you know, expertise that he can offer. But again, therein lies the yeah. issue and the yeah. danger in relying on a few sole sources for your information, for your advice, for, you know, on how to conduct yourself. And on how to interpret the numbers. Because again, like I've been telling my patients since day one, like, listen, yeah. it's a really bad flu from everything we, we've, you know, we've seen. Yes, the difference there in, that lies in, with COVID-19, the difference is you can usually get a bad case of the flu as a regular person, even an elderly person who's more at risk. And, you know, it doesn't get as severe nearly as quickly. Whereas COVID, the problem lies in the fact or, and in the speed at which it moves, right? So if you're a susceptible person, you can be fine one day, develop yeah. symptoms, and rapidly decline and die within a relatively short period of time, relatively speaking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas other diseases and other viruses usually take much longer time in which to 
cause you to expire. You know, so yeah, that's so he, the scary thing about COVID-19. Not, I mean, it's the same thing as a regular resp- a regular seasonal flu with the same symptoms, yeah. largely. There's some idiosyncrasies. But, I mean, it's the speed at, with which it brings someone down. Yeah, and look know. at the next story I got up on the screen. Officials mm-hmm. scramble to de- deny herd immunity after new- Herd immunity. Yeah. So talk about your doctor. So tell us about herd immunity. Yeah. So, I mean, herd immunity, I mean, is the theory that if the, you know, the majority of the group has been exposed, therefore the majority of the group is immune from getting certain things. Yeah. So years ago, before, you know, pre-vaccination, I mean, if you had chicken pox, you, you know, all your friends would come over and you would share your chicken pox. Right? Yeah, I remember them. T- I remember, uh, I never did it, but I remember stories where they had, they had chicken pox stories, right? Yeah, chickenpox parties. Yeah, I mean, essentially, that's what it amounted to. Because what what would happen is, and again, there's certain viruses that you know, depending on what point in your life you acquire them. So, um, yeah. Again, not to get overly technical, but chickenpox is caused by the um, herpes zoster virus, and yeah. so what happens is it hides in the dorsal root ganglion of your cell of your nerve cells. And for those, you know, if you're not a biology major, it means basically the part of the cell that controls the rest of the cell, right? So it's kind of like the nerve, the brain of the, of the brain of the nerve cell. And so then what happens is it waits until you're immunocompromised to manifest itself, right? Yeah. So in kids, you get chicken pox as a little kid. The problem is then as a little kid, you get it, you get exposure to the virus, and then you don't usually have any other problems until you get much older. So then you'll have people in their 60s and 70s and 80s who develop shingles, Right, it's yeah. the same virus. It just hides out in your nerve cells well, until you become sick. I actually had shingles, and no, I'm not that old. And you know, like, <laughs> the research was a long, long time ago. It was when I was a lot, lot younger, and it was because yeah. when I had the chickenpox. Well, well, right, and I mean, and, and I mean, you know, everyone has different, um, you, you know, everyone has different risk factors, right? And you know, there are certain points in your in your life, like if you have, you know. If you're really run down, you're really sickly at certain points. Like, I mean, it doesn't mean you you can't yeah. get at other points in life. But what I'm saying is, if you didn't have chickenpox as a child, if you were to develop chickenpox later on in life, that that getting chickenpox as an adult could really do some serious damage to you physically, and you'd be far more sick. It's like it, the same thing if you get mumps as a child versus an yeah. adult. If you get mumps as a child which is inflammation of your parotid glands in your mouth. You know, we've all seen those pictures, old school pictures of people like, you know, with uh, wraps around their faces and, um, you know, because their glands are so swollen and so painful. Well, if you get it as a kid, for the most part, I mean, other than being miserable for a week or two, you're pretty okay. And then you never get it again. Problem is if you get it as an adult, especially an adult male, it can actually make you sterile as in, in unable to have children later on in life. So, you know, the whole thing about this heart immunity, again, is if the majority of people acquire it to some degree or another, right? And the majority of people who have been testing positive for, for COVID have only ever had, you know, mild symptoms or are completely asymptomatic, just like our um, 
as Stephen well, Mayor I, of Atlanta. She's I, an I, asymptomatic. I know, right? right? I've been saying this for a while. I've been saying this since the beginning of this outbreak, or this so-called outbreak, that mm -hmm. if we put ourselves in a bubble, if we protect ourselves in this bubble, that our immune system isn't going to build up to fight off this virus, and it's going to be perpetual. It's just going to keep happening. And that looks like that's what's going on. And the, right. uh, I mean, the article that we just shared about they're not really reporting the deaths, then 66% of those hospitalized in New York were people who were in shelter. They weren't out about. They weren't out protesting. Right? Well, well, right, right. And I mean, I mean, that's, and, and right. I mean, sometimes, you know, creating herd or acquiring herd immunity is not necessarily like a pleasant, yeah. it's not, it's not without casualties, but the whole thing about sheltering in place, obviously when a lot of people are coming down with COVID and the people who seem to be coming down with COVID while in strict quarantine seem to be getting worse cases. So obviously it's proving, it's disproving this whole theory that, oh my God, you have to wear a mask 24 seven. Yeah. You can't breathe air and you, you can't be anywhere near anybody. I mean, obviously this completely disproves on its face. A lot of these theories that, you know, the left and Fauci and the WHO and China have been trying to utilize yeah. in which to control us as a populace. And you know what? I think a lot of people, even if you have no medical training whatsoever, People are putting two and two together, which makes it scary for the people who are trying to control you. People are tired of this nonsense. And yeah. then the article I got put up said, it looks like Sweden was right after all. And it goes on to talk about the same things. Yes, yeah. Sweden had issues. Yes, Sweden had deaths. 70% of their deaths came from people who were 70 or older. And they admit they missed that boat and they didn't manage that piece of the pandemic Right. Well, right. I mean, I mean, if if Governor Cuomo had had not forced like nursing homes to take yeah. COVID positive patients, yeah, that would have cut the death rate by a significant number. Like, I mean, I think there were what twenty over twenty thousand deaths, I believe. And yeah. don't quote me on this, but about twenty thousand last last time I heard about twenty thousand deaths can be attributed directly to Governor Cuomo's actions by forcing. Yeah. nursing homes in New York to accept COVID positive patients. And again, we talked about this before yep. for every COVID positive patient that a, a, a nursing home was forced to take, they came with their own body bag. But what <laughs> you don't hear is they came with five more body bags. Yeah, and Can you imagine like, like this is the real, like this is the real crime. Like yeah. this is the real crime. Yeah. I mean, and if this, if this were just like a regular flu, no one would bat an eye. No one's batting an eye when 60,000, 70,000 people die every year from a regular flu. No one's batting an eye when 100,000 people die of heart disease each year. Yep. No yep. one's batting an eye. And now life is messy. People yeah. die. And if now, you get sick, you can Jennifer, die. It happens every damn day. With uh, Jennifer Rubin. Jennifer Rubin Jennifer. is a columnist, columnist out of the New York Times. <clears throat> who she, they okay. claim. I'm not familiar with her work. She, they claim she's one of the, the, a conservative pundit for the New York Times. <laughs> Working for the New York Times? Yeah, there's, yeah. she's about as left-wing as left-wing go. She actually is praising Cuomo's leadership versus DeSantis' leadership, the governor of Florida. And a recent article, and I don't have this one pulled up, but she basically looks at the New York numbers right now. Right now in New York, the number of deaths have dropped dramatically. And she actually says, this is what leadership looks like, pointing to Governor DeSantis of Florida. I mean, look at what happened in New York. They had the highest number of cases, the highest number of deaths. Cuomo put people 
to he, he basically purposely to die and putting yeah. them in those nursing homes and then cuomo has the audacity the audacity to say it wasn't the patients they put into those nursing homes that caused the COVID deaths. It no, was it the visitors of no. the people in the nursing homes. No, and and you know, and you know, what? and now, and now you have people like I have a patient. I have a patient whose husband just had to go have a kidney removed because he they found a cancerous lesion on his kidney. Yeah, he's had complications, and she hasn't seen him in a week. And, and you know what? If I mean, I don't like you. If that were my loved one, and I mean, everyone has to do what they, everyone has to do what they will. But damn, if that was my husband, you better believe I would be coming in there with my attorney and be like, "You better get out of my way," because I'm seeing my husband. I will sign a freaking waiver, but you yeah. best get out of my way. That that's what needs to happen. More attorneys need to get involved, and I think that is going to happen. I think oh, I think it's coming. But the sad, yeah. but the sad thing is, there's so many people who have just bought into this, and like. On one hand, they're like, yeah, I really want to see my loved one. But on the other hand, they're like, oh, but man, everyone's saying I could die. Well, they, or like, you know, there's a 30-year-old who died from a COVID party, right? Yeah. And I guess his, yeah. one of his last words to the nurse were, I thought it was a hoax. Well, okay. no. But has sure. anyone commented on that 30-year-old's health? Can, you know, like how, how uh -huh. his health was prior yeah. to the COVID party? I'm sure he blamed Trump. They blamed Trump on that. <laughs> Trump, by the way, well, COVID parties are becoming like a new. Oh, wait a minute. Contrary to what a lot of people said, and I've had some people on TikTok say this too, that it was a hoax. That Trump called it a hoax. Trump never called it a hoax. He never no, 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 no. No, the virus is real. The pandemic yeah. is fake. Yeah. And well, the, the virus is that, real. The pandemic is fake. And yeah. actually, the WHO has now come out and said they were mistaken in calling it a global pandemic as well as the cdc but when trump said that about a hoax he wasn't calling the virus or the pandemic alleged pandemic no. hoax he was calling how the news reported on it was a hoax which is absolutely true this yeah. well, especially in relation especially in when you factor in the fact that china was driving all of this and they still are look at this the story i have up now is heartbreaking um <clears throat> this is covid 19 patient was black and paralyzed so doctors decided his life wasn't worth saving. Now that's a pretty salacious headline, mm -hmm. you know, that's yeah. it into the BLM movement. But really the sad part about this is, is this gentleman, he was paralyzed and the doctors basically said that he's had several patients like this that, uh, it wouldn't you know, have been paralyzed with a brain injury yeah. and, you know, So the doctor, let's see, uh, uh, let's see, they agreed that Michael should not be intubated. But Melissa, that's his wife, still wanted Michael to be treated aggressively. The doctor insisted aggressive treatment wouldn't help him improve. And, quote, unquote, right now, his quality of life, he doesn't have much of one. This is the doctor saying this, by the way. Yeah. And then Melissa, she, the, the article goes on, was taken aback and, and asked, what do you mean? Because he's paralyzed with a brain injury, he doesn't have quality of life? Correct, the doctor mm -hmm. replied. And so they did not want to treat him because right. he didn't feel that his life was worth it. When he had been paralyzed a long time before, this had nothing to do with uh, the coronavirus other than he was hospitalized because he contracted the coronavirus. But his illness was still the same. He was still paralyzed with a brain tumor. And he yeah. could remember things and he would react to things. Well, does it even say a brain in a tumor? It says a brain injury. Brain so injury. I'm not... Brain injury. Yeah, a brain injury. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... But it's, so, it's okay. But this is but this is another reason. Okay, why people say, oh yeah, like this is another argument against socialized medicine. So what you don't realize is, if you are in the United States and you really are that dissatisfied with the level yeah. of care your loved one is getting, you'd be like, hey, 
leave, you know, leave my husband alone. Do not touch him again unless you're willing to save his life. You can have the, your, your loved one transferred to a different hospital yep. or, or you file, you know, you file legal papers in which you cause, you know, you, you try to convince a judge to force said medical professionals to treat your loved one as they should. Yeah. If you are in fact under a socialized medical system, what will happen is you have no legal recourse and there's rationing of healthcare. So therefore, if you were white, purple, black, brown, blue, whatever, and you had those disabling injuries and you were required a respirator, if the medical facility decided that it was going to be one to too expensive or two, the chances of your outcome being positive were not high enough in which, you know, it benefited them. There was any benefit to, you know, using those additional resources to help you. They wouldn't, you would have no legal recourse. Well, let's so go. People don't realize like socialized medicine sound, me, some parts of it sound great, but these are the things that make a difference. Yeah. Let, let me tell you the rest of the, some more of the story. Uh, this is what the wife was told. Michael's quality of life. This is a, the doctor was comparing it to other patients and my, the doctor said, Michael's quality of life is different from theirs. The others, and this is the doctor's quote, were walking and talking people. So the, the doctor now is making the decisions and it gets better. It gets yeah. better. Uh, Melissa, better as in like worse. Yes. Melissa tried to respond, but the doctor had had enough. Here's mm -hmm. a doctor quote unquote. I don't mean to yeah. be frank or abrasive, but at this point, we are going to do what we feel is best for him along with the state. And this is what we decided. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, that right there is what's going to happen with socialized medicine. Right there. This coronavirus is kind of exposing all of that. This yeah. right here is the state via the, through the doctor deciding mm -hmm. the fate of this man, not the family. You know, right. What happens to the left? They're well, right. And unless, unless her husband, but the thing is, unless her husband was a ward of the state, unless he had no other, like he had no next of kin, he had no, no one with a medical power of attorney, there's no reason that the state should, I mean, the state had no legal standing with which to decide whether or not this man was going to live or die. And in fact, again, the, the article goes on to say, you know, giving him food, nutrition, water, oxygen. I mean, they weren't undue burdens. They were not going to be undue burdens on the hospital or the staff. I mean, worst case scenario, you put him on a ventilator, you you know feed him through a tube, right, with food and water and nutrients needed to sustain life. And you know what happens? Some a lot of times, people on a ventilator they may just slowly pass away. At some point, they may lose all brain function, especially if they have complicated you know brain injuries. But there's just as many people who have come back from after being on a ventilator. A lot of times it's a very temporary situation. But again, what would the harm be in trying that? It's like I went in for um, years ago. I was in college, and there was this uh, new hospital <laughs> on the east side of Cleveland. And, you know, so the official name was TriPoint. It got nicknamed Die Point, and it had a there was a very good reason for it. So I actually went in there for a gallbladder ultrasound one time. And the front admitting desk wanted me to sign a DNR, as in do not resuscitate. Yeah, yeah. I was 21. I was 21, and they were trying to get me to sign a DNR. So, I mean, and like E was saying, I mean, this is just an isolated incident. But the, the thing that communists, socialists, Democrats do not want you to realize, once you subscribe to that type of healthcare system, once you subscribe to these 
socialist communist ideals, you are giving the state the power to decide whether you live or die. Yeah, remember all animals equal, but some animals more equal than others. Exactly, exactly. So there. I mean, this happened. This happened in Britain last year, where there was a um, a baby with um, some chromosomal abnormality, and um, Italy was willing to take him. Italy was willing to do experimental treatment on him to try to save his life. Yeah, I remember that. Britain, the 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 legal system literally said, "No, you are not allowed." As his parents and legal guardians, you are not allowed to remove that child from the from the country. And the poor boy, the poor kid died. I can't remember that the child actually get in flight heading to. The, the treatment facility and they turned it around but something I remember that uh, they didn't they didn't even allow them to get on the plane they wouldn't even allow the child the government stepped no. in and said no 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 and it wasn't even right. the and government's pay or the coffers the government wasn't going to pay for this there was some private yeah uh, some I mean I mean I mean there was a GoFundMe there was GoFundMe set set you know being set up I mean I mean Italy was like hey come over is you know the government is telling us what to do with uh, coronavirus, right? Yeah. We have several municipalities around the United States saying, wear masks or else, or else what? We're going to get arrested? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So speaking, of, so speaking of which, the, um, there's a county in Ohio, if you're familiar with uh, Ohio, Cuyahoga County is establishing a hotline to report people not wearing face masks. So mm-hmm. actually, half my mom's family lives in Cuyahoga County. <laughs> so... They do it, you know? Yeah. So now, I mean, you get what you deserve, y'all. So here it is. You know, look at this story. I'm gonna, you know, read this again. I'm gonna read it again. County in Ohio establishes hotline to report people not wearing face masks. You know, the right, we on the right, often are told that we're we're Nazis, right? We're often, you know, Hitler's brought up all the time about the right. But oh, always, always. Exactly what Hitler did. He yeah. had people narking, if you will, on other people. Well, but it wasn't just, it just wasn't, it wasn't just Hitler's, Hitler's Germany. I mean, Russia to this day. I mean, if you, if you're, if you're, I mean, if you're a person of any kind of importance, even lower on the totem pole, you have government officials, you have government um, employees. So, you know, military or otherwise, who are, their job is to tell you the entire time and report back on your activities, who you talked to, what you said, what you didn't say. Did you speak English? Did you speak Ruski? Like, you know. Like, they literally tell everything, like, what time you had a bowel movement that day. I mean, how many glasses of wine. I mean, I mean, if you like a particular kind of male or female. I mean, if you, like, I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. So, I mean, if you are so against communism and fascism, this is it, y'all. So if you are, in fact, listening and you are in Ohio and you happen to live in Cuyahoga County, and I love my family, but my family are all flaming leftists. If you have any, any need for self-preservation, for freedom of speech, a freedom, yeah. you know, public, you know, free freedom to associate with whom you will, when, you know, would, when you would. Yeah. I mean, this is the beginning. If you begin to give away your freedoms, you don't get them back usually. So this is the time. Y'all got to stand up. You got to make a, you know, take a stand. Yeah. Because if you give these rights and freedoms up, how in the world are you going to get them back? Yeah, and if you, in fact, elect Joe Biden, right here. this is going to be the new norm. Like V for Vendetta, there's a lot of gifts going around, a lot of memes going around. But dude, V for Vendetta is not completely think, out of the realm of possibilities. Dr. C, I think the thing that just boggles my mind more than anything else is, all right, we as a people of the United States of America are allowing this. When you drive in your car by yourself and you have a mask on, 
and you do the oh. you do so because you're told to have a wear a mask, even though there's nobody with you. You're in your own car. That's yeah, not a problem. If you're out jogging by yourself, there's no one else around, and you've got a mask on, you might be part of the problem. It, now, then you have a couple who be in a car. One's wearing a mask, and the other's not wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. Again, yeah. part of the problem. If we follow these edicts like sheep and do what the government tells us to do without question, well, that's yeah. not American. That's just not. No, it's no, no, no. It no, it's it's extremely anti-American. But again, a lot of people, like a lot of people, are followers, right? Yeah. You can be a follower, but also exercise some common sense. Yeah. There's a difference between being a follower and a lemming. Yeah. You can be a follower, but don't be a lemming. Don't be mindless. Don't just yes. don't be spineless, gutless blobs, right? Because yeah. otherwise, you're no better. And in you know, Americans, since I moved to this country, right, and I'm, uh, we've talked about it before, I am super proud. I am super, you know, happy that I moved to this country. I am every year, I am more and more proud to be an American. Um, but, like, whenever you move to the United States or you tell people, like, you're moving to the U.S., I mean, people are like, oh, my God. They're, like, so, like, contrarian. Like, they just, like, it's like, oh, it's America, you know, like, guns, First Amendment, right? Like, where is that America? Every day I see less and less of that America. Where are those Americans? Where are those Americans? Y'all need to find your voice, stand up. I don't know. Again, if you lose cities. those rights and freedoms, they may not come back. They're there, but the, the big cities is not where people, where they are anymore. Because you look at New York, you look at Chicago, you look at Atlanta now. I mean, there's so many Lennox yeah. in these, these states. Now, New York, they used to be one of those states where, man, you couldn't tell a New Yorker to do what they didn't want to do. They were No, not only that, though, but there was this joke where if you say good morning to a New Yorker, they're going to say F you, but it means good morning. How are you? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Yorker, you know, I mean, I mean, that's just the down rule. The abyss of leftism. You look at the city of New York right now. You know, they, uh, the, the mayor, just the worst mayor in America, mayor Black, yeah. you know, was out there painting the street outside of Trump Tower, Black Lives Matters, only because it was outside of Trump Tower, not because he really cares about it. He doesn't care. He's a crook. No, it no, and actually, and actually, originally they, they had talked about painting an actual Trump building, not the not the street in front of Trump. Well, you Tower. saw a story. You shared a story. We're not sure it's true or not, but they put a big uh, what MAGA banner. Well, I mean, okay. So let, let me let me let me let me pull up the story so y'all can actually like source it yourselves. Uh, so, but here's the, oh yeah, yeah. So, so this is, this, this picture comes from the New York post. Yeah. Um, fair is fair. De Blasio furious as Trump unfurls a giant mega MAGA poster across from Gracie mansion. <coughs> and this was, I don't know. Does that have a date on it or not? So while you're looking that up, De Blasio's doing this and guess what he was not wearing? A mask. Yeah. So y'all, this was from uh, Friday, July 10th. I'm going to put it up to the screen so y'all can see it. Yeah. But this is this was this was the picture that was up on Twitter. Um, I have no reason to think it's not true, but again, I can't verify for sure. Post, yeah. But I mean, I mean, New York Post. I mean, it's kind of like a salacious, like you know, yeah. gossip rag. But I mean, uh, you know, just remember, like, okay, so Men in Black. Remember how they would find the news? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They would go to the, they would go to the they, tabloids. They, they pop my reality all the time, and you know, make me forget things. So at least that's who I blame. So we got a public service announcement since we're talking about the coronavirus. Uh, you may or may not have gotten, there's a text out there that says, you may get a text that says, someone who came in contact with you tested positive or has shown symptoms for COVID-19 and recommend 
you self-isolate slash get tested. More at, and it gives a site. It's a mm -hmm. fake. If you get a text like that, it is a fake. Yeah, so don't, do don't click it. And also on that note, so we mentioned it on a previous show, yeah. but if y'all go to your phones, go to settings, mm -hmm. okay? Go to privacy. Let me see. There we go. Privacy. And then you're going to go, if you have an iPhone, it's going to be under that stupid health app. Yeah. Android has something analogous. I'm not sure exactly what it's called. But now at the very top, it'll say COVID-19 exposure logging. Mine, thankfully, there we go. Mine, mine, um, mine showed is off, right? Yeah. Mine shows is off. So everybody's got this on the phone, whether you've got an iOS phone or an Android phone, well, everyone well, has. Right. But the scary thing is I didn't install it. Nobody. Yeah. It was automatic. So don't one morning, one morning I woke up and yeah. it was there. So wake up people. They, you know, you're being tracked anyway. Now, you know, we're, we're streaming oh, live here yeah. with TikTok and a lot of people are saying the Chinese track TikTok. Well, Facebook tracks you. Uh, I mean, every apparatus tracks you. Amazon oh, sure. You. Sure. So, you know, they, they, your phone company has more data on you than the Chinese will ever have on you. And they turn this data over to the government, our own U.S. government, by the way. Yeah. Well, okay. There. Okay. There are limitations. There are rules and limitations yeah. to how and when, and how much that information is able to be utilized. But again, sure there are. Well, you know, <laughs> I would have said pre pre COVID twenty twenty. I would have said you know there's safeguards in place. Now I think it's all pretty much a free for all. It's a shit show. So, so to to kind of wrap up this whole COVID conversation, uh, you know. Use common sense, use logic. You know, when you're talking face masks, now a lot of businesses don't hold them again, don't hold them accountable for this because businesses pretty much have to follow the governments or the, the state mandates that in their state right now. Because if they don't, they risk being sued. So when you right. see this at businesses, well, they have to. Now, when you see a business holding the mask down below their nose, then now you know, you're like, hold on, you're not really following the rules. But businesses yeah. have to do this. For liability purposes it doesn't right. mean you it doesn't mean me have to follow and wear a mask in my car or wear a mask when I'm walking by myself outside it's just absolutely right. asinine so use common sense why are you know even if you're six feet or 12 feet apart from everybody honestly you don't really need a mask that's the whole idea yeah. the mask is if you're close to people if you're not close, like to within spitting, within within spitting, if you're within spitting different different distance of someone, yeah. and you're really concerned, wear a mask. Yeah. But I will point out again that I've been saying this from the very beginning. If you go to the grocery store, you are far more at risk for picking up some weird germ at the grocery store than you are going to a restaurant or what have you. Because oh. think about it, vectors, right? Viruses and diseases work off of vectors, meaning little you know imagine you know you have like okay like a spider right a singular spider can have like what 100 eggs plus or something like that yeah so those 100 baby spiders are vectors so well if you're at a restaurant there's one kitchen let's say there's five servers right you only have five potential vectors so as long as the kitchen staff are following protocols and the servers the five servers are following proper protocols then the vectors are minimal yeah. If you are at a grocery store, okay, think about your food, how it comes to the grocery store. You have people loading it into crates. Do you have people loading the crates into pallets? You have people loading the pallets into trucks. You have people who are taking pallets off of trucks, taking the crates out of the pallets off of trucks, and so on and so forth. And 
Then whenever finally everything is out at the grocery store for open hewing and touching and everything, then you have untold numbers of people who, and hey, I admit it, I pick up my produce. I want to smell it. I want to see it. I want to feel it, right? To make sure that it's what I want, to make sure it's quality that I want to bring home and eat. Untold numbers of people who are touching and smelling and people do weird stuff, right? I've seen people lick stuff at the grocery store. I've seen people spit on stuff at the grocery store, yeah. hack and cough and sneeze over food or like produce and then put it back at the grocery store. Home. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Can't go back to school, but here's one. I'll blow everybody's mind on this one. This is what I, I don't get how this has not been brought up, how this conversation or this particular topic has not been brought up. We are a cashless society, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the most part. There are still people out there, uh, that, maybe three or four in the United States that uh, use cash in general, maybe two that write checks, right? We are cashless. I'm jesting. Right? We're a cashless society. Yeah. So we're out and about buying all this product and services, and we're plugging in our pin on those keypads. Hello. <laughs> I mean, come on. How do you get this? We, we created a whole uh, commerce where of convenience where you put in your credit card. It's got a little shield in there most of the times and you plug in your pin. Cool. There yeah. you go. As you say, vector, vector, right? I mean, how, how, do, you, yeah. how do you battle that? <laughs> it's just like. Well, again, again, that we're, if, if that, in fact, you're, you know, purporting that to be a safe way of, you know, conducting commerce, then you'd have to, to in order to eliminate that vector or yeah. those vectors, because again, the machinery is a vector, but also the yeah. people utilizing said machine are also vectors. Yeah. So then you have to implement policies by which you clean the card, you clean the machine. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, honestly, like DeSantis said, if you can go to Walmart, you can go to school. Cool. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, if you can go to Walmart. You I, can go to school. I End of story. We fleshed out COVID quite a bit. You know, use some common sense on this. We're going to be seeing some serious data come out soon. This is all going to blow mm-hmm. away. But I was talking to somebody earlier about this, and basically they asked me, they go, when is this all going to end? And I told them, <laughs> I'll tell you the exact date it's going to end. It's going to end November 6th. Uh, 2020, because I think no, that's November 4th. Is it the second elections on the? I mean, the elections on the third. Yeah, yeah the election 4th. is. That's that's if we get the numbers. What whenever we get the numbers, that's when it'll end. It'll right. I mean, I mean, minute the elections. Let's over. let's pray and hope. Yeah. That November 4th will be definitive. <laughs> so get out there, vote for Donald Trump, Trump yeah. 2020. And by okay. the way, the person I was talking to said, "Oh, so you're sure Trump's going to win?" I go, "Oh no, it has nothing to do with Trump winning. I no. guarantee you, all this ends." The day the election is over. Oh, it's most definitely. It's going to go away. Most definitely. Yep. It's all election fodder. So speaking of election fodder, let's go ahead. We're going to take a break. and we come back, we got some Biden stuff that we're going to bring up. Yay! Biden, Biden, basement Biden. We got polling in Michigan, or we got a Dem that's freaking out about some polling in Michigan. And then we got Jill Biden's book where she forgets how many grandchildren she has. So, <laughs> Well, Biden's wife, right? Yes, yes, but still, it's how many she forgets how many grandchildren she had. Jill Biden. Jill well, maybe, well, maybe that, well, but maybe she forgets because his sister is purportedly the love of his life and not her. <laughs> Save it for after the break. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. 
So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address to make sure that you vote and vote informed. All right. We are back from the break. So we've got uh, a change in topic. We're not going to be talking about the coronavirus anymore. So, oh, And there we go. We are now live again on TikTok. So back on hey TikTok. All, all right. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, so please, you know, connect with us. Um, so if you're new to our podcast, make sure you like, listen, and share. Yep. Our podcast is the PBL podcast or politics and brown linker on Apple podcasts. You can email us at the PBL podcast at gmail.com. Make sure to check us out on Patreon for all of our exclusive content. Find out what kind of chocolate Dr. C likes, nosh <laughs> especially on air. Numb. Did you say uh, nosh? Yeah, I did. I said nosh. nosh. So make what sure you nosh? check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. True story. My chocolate is top notch. Gotcha. Well, if you were here the first half, we talked a lot about coronavirus. Really sorry about that. But there's just so much news. So no, much why news. are you apologizing? Oh, because it's got, it gets boring. No, Everybody's American. tired of this crap. We don't apologize for shit. Ah, that's right. Because I'm not American. I'm sorry. I had a momentary <laughs> lapse. Of, I, was, I was turning into a leftist, it seemed like. Oh, I'm my so God. Sorry. What the hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> All right. So let's talk, about, let's talk us some Biden. <laughs> so a couple of things. First off, there in Michigan, you know, Michigan was one of the pivotal states that Donald mm -hmm. Trump won, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he didn't win Michigan, he most likely may have not won the election. It was Michigan, Wisconsin, and we always forget the third one. You Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Well, no, no. Well, no, no. Uh, we have this conversation no. every time. I know. Yeah. So <laughs> no, at one point we'll have to write this down. Like, I'm starting to. I'm starting to feel like Joe Biden that I'm forgetting. <laughs> no, no. If I was, I would actually. If I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't have remembered any of them anyway. I would have called it like Florida or something. I would have said the wrong. Well, that's state true. Altogether. You would but have been like, a, "What's a Pennsylvania?" <laughs> that's right. No, I, I remember when I was growing up. Oh, Michigan, Ohio. No, no, Michigan, Ohio. Ohio, and Wisconsin. Was it Ohio? Was it Ohio? Michigan, Ohio, and Wisconsin. Interesting, because Ohio's always been a pivotal state in any election. So, it has. So actually, we are now joined by user 0724-07452. So hey, guys. Thanks for right. joining. That's not your prison number, I hope. So anyway, if you look at the headline. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. User 0724-07452. Is that your prison name? It's secret agent number. number? Yeah. Are you so, really the CIA or the NSA or the <laughs> other, other faction of the American military? So here's <laughs> the headline. Hold on. Hold on. Here's the headline. Here's Sorry, the headline. I'm, just getting, I'm just getting into the whole like deep state part of it. <laughs> and you are. Here's the headline. Michigan Dem warns her party. The polls showing Biden with a big lead over Trump are wrong. Mm -hmm. Go figure. Yeah. Go figure. There's been some polls that I don't have them pulled up, but I saw a poll um, today where mm -hmm. it now has Biden and Trump tied 47 to 47. Now, if you are. Oh, hey, Colorado. If you are a watcher of politics, mm -hmm. when polls are tied like that, it usually means the Dems are losing. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, polls, polls are so subjective. You can read them any which way. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have to read the plus or minus, right? Those are the big things. Like, what's the margin of error? 
Because if you have a margin of error that's like plus or minus three, dude, that means a lot. I mean, you get to have an election. So let's say plus or minus three. Let's say Biden is, a, you know, 46%, right? Trump's at 43. Yeah. yeah. That means it could be a dead heat. Well, you know and it I mean? also depends on the poll. If it's a national poll, remember what I say about that? They're absolutely worthless if it's a national poll. Well, because the national, because California and New York do not decide elections. So, uh, because we have an electoral college. But if you've got a Democrat inside Michigan who's saying the polling showing his big lead are wrong, they're mm -hmm. starting to panic. Because yeah. they know if uh, Trump loses or if Trump wins Michigan, all those three states again, he's got the election. Now, the poll that I saw earlier is they had Trump um, winning the Electoral College. So if they're tied like that and you go state by state, because that's where it really counts is state by state mm -hmm. polls. Yeah. It has Trump with over 300 Electoral College votes, so which obviously you need 280 to win. So uh, I, I think they're in trouble. I, I, I pray they are in trouble, the Democrats, mm -hmm. and I pray that they are going to lose because we can't take any more of this. Crap. Think about what's going on right now with the coronavirus, with how the economy is being suppressed and all that. Right. What we just talked about Democrats win. It's even worse. Now, I'm going to get into a... Well, if, if Democrats win, so you also... Okay, so what, what would happen if Democrats win? All right, one, what happens if Democrats One, win. socialized medicine. Oh, yeah, we just Two, talked about that. you're going to lose your guns. Three, oh, yeah. you're going to lose your freedom of speech because you lost your guns. Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, so many people make fun, and Barack Obama was one of the worst for it, you know? Yeah. He made a reference to... Um, to people in Pennsylvania is clinging to their God and their guns. Yeah. Well, screw you mf -er, because you know what? We might cling in people in Georgia too. Yeah. We might cling to our God and we might cling to our guns, but you know what? No one's going to take what's ours and no one's going to infringe upon yeah. our constitutional rights over our dead body. So I have an article pulled up. Remember, do you remember during the Obama years, there's that massive standoff of, uh, in Mant Montana? Yeah, yeah. Montana? Yeah, yeah. A bunch of ranchers stood their ground against the federal government yeah. and won. Y'all, yeah. they won because they <clears> refused <throat> to put down their guns. And the feds knew, didn't matter how many people they brought in. But you know what? Those ranchers were willing to die to protect theirs and willing yep. to die to, to uphold <clears throat> theirs and their family's constitutional rights. Well, so do ne never, ever, ever under, underestimate the power that the common man and woman has and they're percolating it. right now for yeah. those of us on tiktok you guys are seeing it you're seeing it on tiktok this yeah. is why we love tiktok because we yeah. see we it on TikTok. we love we love you guys we do, on TikTok. We do. absolutely love joining. tiktok because you know people are not putting up with this crap and they're waking yeah. up and you see it on this medium tiktok than you do most more than any other medium i see it on yep. twitter as well uh, but I don't see it, obviously, in the mainstream media, I don't see it. But the story that I have pulled up, this is a chilling story. It's from the American Spectator. I want to read the headline, then I'll kind of talk about it. Okay, wait, wait, can I, can, I, can I read the headline? Yeah, please, please. Okay. So this is the far, four stages of Marxist takeover. Mm -hmm. The accuracy of Yuri Bezmenov, the journalist and Soviet defector, long ago pegged the current left-wing 
moment. Yes. Remember, it's about destroying America from within. From within. Yeah. I'm not so gonna, this, uh, is, the, this in, is the communist uh, Trojan horse. Yes. I'm not gonna, I, don't, I, I highly encourage everybody. It's, this is going to be in the show notes, this uh, article. Go read this article. It's a long read, but a very good read. And I'm going to give you the highlight of what the, the thesis is of this article. Basically, the left has no intention of allowing or putting Joe Biden up there to actually lead. Joe Biden is just a figurehead to put in so the real people in power can take over once Joe Biden wins the election. Oh, That's yeah, no, no. Joe, Joe, Joe Biden is just, just a puppet. Yeah, he and is just a puppet. Joe Biden is the fir first would-be presidential candidate to actively and publicly admit that he doesn't plan on being president for very long. He and just wants to be inter basically a placeholder for the next Democrat yeah. nominee. Yeah, in fact, in fact, if Trump had said, I'm only going to serve for four years. Remember when Trump ran, they said he's only going to do it for four years. And here he is running for re-election with vigor, yeah. I might add. If he had said he's only going to be there for four years, the press would have vilified him. He would have never gotten elected because they would have... Oh. They, they, they but they Joe Biden said that, and all other kinds of things. Like, no, here, you here, run for president. You run with the intention that you're gonna, you're going to hold office for eight years. Yeah, two here's terms. here. Let me. Let, this is the paragraph that this is a chilling paragraph that kind of sums up, and it's early in the article, which is great, by the way, because a lot of times they put this crap at the end of the article. You try to figure right. out what it is. Here's yeah. the paragraph: Joe Biden isn't Vladimir Lenin. Now, what I mean by that, and I'm going off the article, is it's. The article goes to speak of how Lenin came to power, the communists came to power in Russia back in the early 1900s. Mm -hmm. so Joe Biden isn't Vladimir Lenin. Biden is Alexander Kerensky, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, the Russian politician who served as the vessel for the revolutionaries to overthrow the old guard in 1917. And then, once he had proven himself useful toward the end, or toward that end, was yeah. shuffled aside so the real power could, consume, could, could assume control. And, sure. and as in Kerensky's case, what came after will bring the end of all that we know. That's when Lenin took over and turned it into, you know, took Russia communists, and we all know what happened then, right? Yeah. Millions of people died under Lenin's leadership. Um, oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. millions, millions. They died. starved to death. They, it was just a horrible, horrible. More people died under Lenin's leadership than died in the Holocaust under Hitler. And people don't like to hear about that history. Don't like to talk about this. So what this article goes on to say is like all Biden is a vessel. He's just an empty vessel, which we all know he's an empty vessel. Well, empty yeah. vessel. I mean, you know, empty vessel, but also just a puppet. I mean, he's yeah. a figurehead. So who are they trying to put in power? That's where you've got to really start looking at, right? Well, you know, Cuomo is up for, you know, oh, up for debate. Gosh, yeah. But the big yeah. difference will be, so the, the talent, the tipping point, and the thing you have to really pay attention to is who is going to be Biden's VP. Pick. Yeah, yeah. So right now, you know, we've got Susan Rice up for the job, which is oh just like, God. oh, my God. You know, horrible. Well, if she gets in up for the job. If, if Susan Rice gets the slot and <laughs> Biden gets elected, that well, means I mean, right, no the, the Obama's. No, that means the no Obama's is, back in office. Yeah, no one is going to put Susan Rice up. Mm -hmm. No one is going to put Susan Rice up as a president. Nobody. But like you said, she could be a placeholder for someone else. And I think yeah, like that's that, what it's Michelle all about. Obama would probably fly right in there. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think, know. I, don't think I just don't Susan agree with Rice. that. I think it's going to be a younger, dynamic version. Yeah. 
it could see, i mean kamala see a lot of people are betting on kamala harris yeah kamala harris is a stupid pick she really is really, really stupid pick kamala harris is a horrible politician she's vile i mean even her own mentor said she made her bones sleeping with him yeah like, yeah that'll be willie brown one thing, however you choose to get to the top if you can sleep at night more power to you if yeah. you if you're a woman if you're a man you want to make your bones on your back okay that's your that's your prerogative but you know what like you have to know how to handle it you have to know how to do it and you know what after the fact if that's the best thing someone can say about you is yeah. that you're a good lay yeah you are so bad at your job <laughs> well it depends so on the job, job. <laughs> so I mean, and hopefully and hopefully i mean yeah. the best thing they can say about you at least in that, in that situation is that you were a good lay but yeah in Kamala's case, I don't think she thinks she that he could say that about her. I don't know. You know, if Willie Brown, he he came out against her pretty hard, but again, yeah, so, uh, obviously, obviously, it couldn't have been that good. If, but going back to this article, which I found fascinating, I, I again can't recommend this article enough, and I'll put it yeah. back up on the screen. But the idea that Biden is in control, the idea that Biden is even writing his own tweets, it's no. just ludicrous. Biden not. is I'm, nothing no, more not than a vessel. An empty vessel at that, and it should scare the hell out of everybody. Mm -hmm. The yeah. left is out for power. That's it. They want power. When they say they want to fundamentally power and back, power and blood. Yeah, this goes power back to and Obama blood. said that they want to fundamentally change America. He couldn't do it in eight years. So now we got Biden up there. If Biden gets elected, I personally believe the Ob Obama is back in power. And I don't think it's Michelle. I think she's too lazy. Michelle Obama is way lazy. All she wants is she just wants to be paid. Really? You think Michelle Obama's too lazy? I yeah. don't know about that. She's just oh, she's just she's not she's not a, a or do you think it's just because she just wants Michelle to get paid. Obama it would be in trouble of being outed officially as a man. Is Michael? <laughs> no, all I know is Michael wants to be paid. That's all Michael wants. <laughs> so it's not you know about what? power Michelle, for Michelle. Michelle or. Mike. Or Michael. Let's, go on. Let, let's, let's give her a nickname, Big Mike. Let's go ahead and do it. You know? All right. I can handle that, Big Mike. Okay. <laughs> but, but this is scary stuff. Or I Big mean, Mick, because it's it. like, kind of like bridging the gap between Michelle and Michael. <laughs> there you go. Big Mick. I like it. Let's call it. Let's, Big Mick. Well, yeah, yeah. you know. So, I mean, if Big – but I mean, yeah. Whatever I mean, pronoun he chooses. In, in he his or her current form, Big Mick, is actually making yeah. a lot of money on a book deal, getting yep. expensive designer clothes, getting paid to you know do the you know, speaking circuit. Well, I don't I mean, think Big Biden's going to make. Big Mick has it. no incentive to really run for office. I have faith. I have faith in the American people. I have lost faith in a lot of them, but I have faith in the majority of the American people. So TikTok, we are counting on you. Because of TikTok, I have renewed faith yeah. in the American people doing the right thing and keeping this Trojan horse at bay. Um, communism is not a red herring. Yeah, because okay? the Biden. Go back, study communism, Stalinism. Yeah. You know, study Mao. I oh mean, my God! Yeah, the I Chinese. Mean, they, you know, right now we we'll, we're doing some more stories on the Chinese. Yeah. These guys, the Chinese government is the one we got to worry about. We don't have to worry about Russia. Russia is not well, our okay, enemy. Okay, again, well, they are our enemy, but not again, like that. It's easy to dismiss Russia. Okay, you're right. It is. That's Russia, why I just backed off okay, a little bit. Russia may not be our biggest problem, but Russia is not our friend. Okay. Mm -mm. And they are not. They're still a communist government, and they are going to do their utmost to interrupt. Well, at the our end of the life. day, at the end of the day, no country is our friend. All countries are our competitors. 
So, I mean, Justin Trudeau, I'm sure, could be, you know, pacified. <laughs> I didn't think our friend. Uh, Justin <laughs> Trudeau is our bitch. He's not our friend. So <laughs> let's, let's call it for what it really is. All right. You may have to apologize to my dad for that one. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Dr. C's dad. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I do apologize. But... Renee, he's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. but Justin sorry, Trudeau. Dad. Actually, I'm dad, sorry dad you guys sorry. have. He is <laughs> really, really, really sorry. I'm sorry you have Justin Trudeau as your leader that's what i'm sorry about so but. I, I, i'm sorry you, i'm sorry you have a 50 percent, you know income tax rate i'm sorry yeah, that's right sorry about that I'm so sorry. but you know at for the those, end of the day you, so for those of you watching on tiktok and you know thank you yeah. again for joining our first official pbl podcast live pblpodcast.com um, you can find us yes yes or to our show notes will be, show notes will be there. Podcast yep. with all our show notes and our exclusive content Yep, but you so do any people, kind of search for at PBL at the PBL podcast, you're going to find us. Yes, yes, yes. But back to what we were talking about. So, if anyone is unfamiliar with our podcast or is just joining us for the first time, me uh, myself, I am originally from Canada. So, E always gives me a hard time about being <laughs> from Canada, my accent, the way I talk, but also just you know idiosyncrasies that um, exist yes, <laughs> between yes. our two uh, between our two great nations. Yes. Well, one, and I do one, say one being far greater than the other, meaning the United America. States is way better. America, America, America. So what I do America. say about Doctor C is what I do say about Doctor C, and for a lot of those listening to the show and on TikTok, we're yep. born Americans. We don't take the oath. Doctor C mm -hmm. is taking the oath. I chose to come to the United right. States. That's right. I mean, I was in America, so I was born into a particularly you know privileged um, situation. So nothing to do with my skin color. Okay, yeah. but I was an I was born as an American, born abroad. My mom is can is American. My dad's Canadian, so I had the option before I turned eighteen to accept my American citizenship as an American, born abroad. So similar to John McCain. Mm. Okay, so he was born in Panama, back when Panama was not part of the United States. Yes. So, anyhow, so I pledged my allegiance to the United States and officially became an American citizen prior to my teen's birthday. Hmm. So I, you know, had to go through a process. We had to file papers. I mean, we had to drive like several hours to the, to the nearest American embassy. It was a huge hassle, super expensive, but so, 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 so well worth it. Hmm. And yeah, no, I had to consciously decide to become an American citizen. I mean, I could have easily just let it like go yeah. and became an American citizen later. It would have been far more difficult, but no, I chose, I chose to, and I'm so glad I did. So glad. Well, we're One glad of the best too, decisions ever. I got another Biden story, though. Yay! Isn't that a perfect segue? Your your citizenship to Joe Biden? Um, I thought it was. I say that, but... <laughs> no, it was a horrible segue, but I, I want to get we'll, to this We'll one. work on it. Because we'll I, I love this one. Here's the, uh, the headline review. Joy, the story of Joe Biden yeah. by Dr. Jill Biden. Yes, and if, you, uh, if you're on TikTok, there you go. You can kind <clears> of <throat> see, I think. Yeah. There you go. Joey. Here's the funny part about this story. It's not the headline. It's the subheadline. Aspiring first lady still doesn't know, doesn't know how, how many, many grandchildren, grandchildren she has. She has. Now, and so if you're unfamiliar with Joe Biden's family, <laughs> Joe Biden has a son, wayward prodigal son, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Hunter yes. Biden. And Hunter Biden has been very free range hunting, hunting uh -huh. and gathering uh -huh. and hunting. recreating. Yeah. Yeah. So he's fathered at least one illegitimate child. That and this uh, guy, you know, about. props to the guy who procreated at a strip club. That doesn't happen too often. <laughs> 
procreated a strip club or procreated at a strip strip club club. yeah the guy got a stripper pregnant he denied the child she sued him she won it resulted in him having to take a dna test where we know the kid's his everyone knows he acknowledged the kid was his but jill biden who didn't really write this book none of us believe she wrote this book right Nobody. So wait, are we talking Joe Biden wrote the book or Joe Biden's wife? Jill, well, I'm Joe Biden. This is my husband, Joe Biden. No, Jill Biden. Okay. <laughs> Jill Biden allegedly wrote this children's book, the story of Joe, Joey, the story of Joe Biden. And in yeah. the book, she gives praise or she acknowledges <laughs> her grandchildren and she dedicates it. So it's safe to and assume. There's 27 Dr. pages Jill, of actual text. Yes. Yes. So, wow. Dr. Jill, yeah, it, at least again, if you're just joining us on TikTok, we're talking about Joe Biden's Jill Biden. new book. Yes, Jill Joe Biden's Biden. new book, Joey, the story of Joe Biden, and she acknowledges oh. the grandchildren. It says here in the dedication page to my grandchildren, names the grandchildren, but misses mm-hmm. one. <laughs> Which one does she? Oh, miss? Okay. oh wait, no, no. Oh, the illegitimate talk- child. No, no. Can we ha- can we talk about how Joe Biden's wife is Dr. Jill? Oh, but, Dr. Jill. Uh, yes, yes. But we were supposed to, you know hold her up as a an amazing talent and uh, a potential <laughs> surgeon general of the united states because her name was her she goes by dr jill and she yes. has a doctorate in what is it psychology Education, or social yeah. work yeah yeah something like that but the yes. people of you were touting her as this you know the next great savior of the united states because of her medical oh acting. my god Oh my God! At this point <laughs> in time, any, if only they had any brain number of brain cells to rub together between them. Well, two things. Oh, At this point God. in time, she's it's elder abuse what she's doing to her husband by allowing oh, him to run. Definitely. So what she's doing, and she knows you can see some of the videos of them look at each other. And then for her to acknowledge her grandchildren in the book, to, but to leave one out when we all know. I mean, did yeah. they not know this was going to happen? This is like taking a bag, putting a brown paper bag putting a bunch of poop in it, going to your neighbor's house, setting it on fire, and putting it at the door and ringing the doorbell. Did they not know this was going to happen? Oh, my Lord. I, mean, I don't I mean, know. Come on. The man has an illegitimate child with a stripper. And, 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 and when he was at the strip club, he actually sent strippers out to go get him an apparatus that women use when they are by themselves. Uh, he actually had strippers do that. <laughs> go get a dildo and bring it back to the strip club. What? the hell so was he doing so i don't want to know your partner is that inept and so bad and bad that you need to bring something this or you're so freaking high on cocaine that the pleasure principle is completely taken over <laughs> and it's caligula in this strip club because well, i mean so hey hey don't i mean you can't be bashing men who like like to give pleasure to the partner <laughs> i mean so, setting up a really bad precedent men partners. as well as receive <laughs> giving yeah. is just as important as receiving well, he didn't want to Sorry. give alimony, child support. <laughs> he didn't want to give child support, so he denied the kid was his, and yeah. it resulted in the courts making him take a DNA test, and now we, we know there's another grandchild, and she does not acknowledge that grandchild. Now, that's, gotta, that's just bad. I mean, She's got to come to terms with it, okay? Uh, I mean, the well, fact that she's married why to they Joe put Biden the is I mean, hard yeah. enough. The fact so, that her son-in-law... Okay, yeah. her son-in-law, Hunter Biden, then married oh, that, his sister-in-law. His That's right. Or not married, but it's not her son- sister-in-law. Well, it's after- her stepson. It's not her biological son. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Her stepson. Her stepson. Yeah. So Jill Biden had to, I mean, first of all, she has to live with Joe Biden yeah. and has to deal with that mess. And yeah. then her stepson then marries her 
step or not marries, but sleeps with her stepdaughter in law, has an illicit, public, disgusting, pseudo incestuous affair in right after he died, right after his brother died. Soon after, yeah, it was less than a year, less than a year that her supposedly died of brain cancer. You think that's in the children's book? I don't know <laughs> how to navigate potentially incestuous yeah. family relationships. I don't think is never. <laughs> so the books are obviously put out be, because that the should pot, be a you know. secondary children's novel. How yeah. to navigate your would be stepson's incestuous relationship with his. So you can see the picture on the screen, right? Yeah, I can. So let's just. TikTok. This do is. We, uh, do we think the, the, the individual on the handlebars, is that a girl you think? A little girl? No, it looks like it, it's a little boy. So, and this is Joe. Maybe it's Joe Biden that's riding the bike, pedaling it. Is maybe, he sniffing or it could hair? be a son. Is he sniffing it, 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 hair? It, it, oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it is Joe Biden. So, but uh, it, from from what I've seen, though, he doesn't tend to sniff boys' hair. He's usually sniffing yeah. girls' hair. Oh, this is just. I mean, this is crazy that they did this. Did they not have any kind of filter and understand that this stuff? They comes probably out? thought it was like. Kitschy and folksy. Yeah, and, you know, that's exactly what it is. Oh, good. Like Andy Griffin. Well, it's like a formulatic movie, right? You know what's going to happen in the movie because they're just going by a formula that they've used on every other. No, no, no. you know what? You know, you know what it looks like. It reminds me of those uh, Jane and uh, Dick and Jane novels. Well, where it's trying you, to be Norman Rockwellish. You know, that's what it's trying to be. Well, well right, but Norman Ro- Rockwell, yeah. all his artwork though was kind of very. Dick and Jane esque, right? Because like hey, Dick and Jane is like they go to the doctors, they do stuff like. Who's the what? guy that Trump just pardoned? You remember his name? Hmm. I'm drawing Roger a blank Stone, on his name. I believe it is Roger Stone. Roger Stone. Look at the picture on the screen and look at Joey in the O. Doesn't they look like Roger Stone? Mm, not particularly. <laughs> oh, just go with it. It does. It doesn't look sure. like Joe Biden. Does it look like Joe Biden? If I Looks like that guy that was on the po- bag of popcorn, Orville Rettenbacher or something. Oh, my God. It does not look like Orville Rettenbacher. It does. Anything, it does not if, look like if, Joe Biden. If anything, if anything it, looks more, uh, it looks more like a Republican version of Bill Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I give you that. But it doesn't look like Joe Biden at all. Look, like, at all. Look, that looks like a Republican version of, Joe, of uh, you know. Yeah. Clinton. Joey. I've never heard him call, be called Joey. Where did that come from? I don't know. You're asking questions I have no way of answering. Somebody's got to answer them. Let's get Jill on the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Y'all, if you're on TikTok watching us, thank you so much for joining. Yeah. And, uh, please comment in uh, the comment section on uh, how crazy follow your co-host is, E. So um, for the first part of the show, y'all got to see his ugly mug. <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah, I was so glad <laughs> no, to turn no, this over to you. Not ugly at all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, no, you got to see him. So now you're watching me for the second portion. You can watch all of this later on at patreon.com slash the PBL podcast if you want access to all of our exclusive content. Yes. And or you can also email us at the PBL podcast at gmail.com. Yep. In fact, we're at the point where we're about to wrap it up and get into the exclusive content. Yeah. So, yeah. so again, if you're interested in hearing what we actually like really, 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 really think. Mm-hmm. Also, what kind of chocolate Dr. C likes to eat well recording the PBL podcast and also going live on TikTok. Yeah. I, yeah. We can, you know, we will develop that information. Also how I maintain my, you know, 
endless youth. <laughs> so we, the stories we're going to talk uh, behind the wall, we're going to talk about that St. Louis couple that came back up in the news. We've got an amazing video of a leftist getting kicked in the face by a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and. Bottoms. Yes, not to mention, we also have amazing footage of Lindsay Lohan. Okay, so if you were oh, listening yeah. yesterday, or rather, if you were listening today to our, our uh, Conspiracy Monday podcast, so there's talk of, you know, human trafficking, you know, children oh, involvement in Hollywood. It's crazy. We have footage of Lindsay Lohan trying to steal children from their parents in Pakistan. Yep. I mean, if like this, this stuff is super bizarre, but you know what? There may be a there may be a modicum of truth to it. And it's freaky AF. Freaky well, AF. Let's give I want to give everyone I want to give everybody one more story before Ooh. we go behind the wall because we're going to talk about a little more in depth yep. of this guy. So, again, if you're just tuning in, this yeah. is what you're going to see. Look at that guy. You know, it's Antipa Ringler says, playtime is over after being raided by FBI SWAT team. You think this guy sleeps? Look at his eyes. I don't know. Either that or he's just like super high on something. He's high. He's definitely I mean, on some kind of uh, substance. He, yeah. he, he definitely is whacked out because he's part of Antipa to begin with. But he says he for a while. I yeah, 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 yeah. So there was something that came up where this guy was uh, plotting. It, it's taking knocking down monuments, right? Because remember, mm -hmm. Trump said that they're going to start arresting people. So this is one of the assholes that did that. And so now they're coming for him. And this reporter, Henry Rogers, uh, is texting back and forth with him. And the guy goes, "I had an FBI." This texting to Henry Rogers. I had a. FBI SWAT team coming to my house, guns blazing. They took all my possessions, minus my clothes and my TV. This is not a joke to me anymore. Playtime's over, Henry. So Henry right. goes, what does that mean, playtime is over? Is that a threat? Uh, Antifa thug goes, playtime over means I'm not going to act the same way that I always have been. Relaxed. It was not a threat. Have you ever known me to threaten somebody? And then the guy goes off the rails saying that this reporter was twisting his words, should have been off the record. And the reporter says, no, it's never been off the record. No, well, it's never been off the record. Not only that, though, but Antifa has been officially classified a as a terrorist organization. organization. So playtime is over. In other words, you haven't officially, officially threatened anybody. No. Yeah. Antifa, you are a terrorist organization. Yeah. So, in, in other fact, words, I mean, that classification that. alone. That's that's the whole point. Yep. Terrorist organizations intimidate so, and threaten people. Period. So, in, in other words, this numbnuts, which could be one or two words, we looked it up. <laughs> this numbnuts. Email us at thepblpodcast at gmail .com or <laughs> comment in the, in the comment section below. Is it one word or two uh, words? Is numbnuts right? one word or two? Yeah. But I maintain. I maintain it's two words. I say he, one. He maintains it's one. But what so, we can both five, agree five, five, on. Seven, Tell me, girl, I mean, is numbnuts one word or two? Markov <laughs> CC. What we can I both follow, agree on is this I guy follow, is I a numbnuts. That's a weird name. Okay. We can agree this guy is a numbnuts. <laughs> we can both agree on that, right? Yes. We can both agree that he is, in fact, a numbnuts. The only question is, is it one word or two? I still maintain it's two. So join us behind the wall. Go to patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. Yep. And uh, I'm going to tell you about a story uh, that I, where I had a Twitter war with a numbnuts. Uh, <laughs> over uh, uh, wait, wait. what people was but doing. also then the next question would follow is is the is a per singular person a numb nut? Ooh, that's that's deep. That's yeah. deep. I don't know about that. Yeah, we we we're delving into all kinds of deep topics. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, but I had a lot of fun with a Twitter guy, a Twitter mm -hmm. 
social justice warrior uh, today. <laughs> and snowflake. Um, yeah, snowflake. Yeah, yeah. But it ended. Uh, it ended with him just saying some of this. I just something very stupid, because that's what they do. But I wanted to show you this guy. Yeah. Playtime okay, is over. You're watching. You know what? Playtime is over. This is, Good. This is the guy. This is the guy we're talking about. Yes. Good. Enemy, public enemy number one, or you know, most most likely by his class uh, to be a serial killer. I hope he gets all his just rewards. Oh, I'm sure. All right. Either, you know, either before, during, or after his uh, prison. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to head and sign off for this part and see us at the behind the wall again, patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. And yes. And email us at the gmail.com. Also like, listen and share our podcast with all your friends, family members, and any leftist snowflakes that you might think would benefit from hearing a conservative standpoint. Again, our podcast is raw unfiltered, no chaser. Yep. Check us out. Show notes at the PBLpodcast.com. Uh-huh. Bye, and everybody. Exclusive content at patreon.com slash the PBL podcast. There it is right there. On the Bye, screen. y'all. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye.